Let's go. All right, Dog Nation, do not adjust your TV set. This is Before the Hedges. Uh, this is Miss Peaches. She wanted to hop in my lap right when we were starting taping. Guys, you will be joining us on a uh, – we're pre-recording this show. Why? Because uh, a lot of our Dog Nation production staff is getting some time off this week. But the shows, they must go on here on Before the Hedges. Five years plus going strong, brought to you by Kroger. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on the Apple podcast platform. Thanks to everybody for jumping in. Thank you, uh, Facebook. Thank you, YouTube. Uh, You guys are um, checking in. Let us know when you're checking in from. Let us know what type of uh, day you've had so far. Is it a good day? How do you feel about things? This week's show is a, we're going to do, we're going to do a box. We're going to try and put our, our, our big arms around the 2022 cycle. Uh, give you guys something to talk about. We're going to go through each of the eight commitments one by one. That's something different we're going to do on this program on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. We're going to just roll through these guys one by one, the, the highest rated to the lowest rated commitments. I'm going to give you a little bit of you know what I do. I give you the intel, the download, the skinny, everything to know uh, about all these 2022 commitments right now. And uh, I think it will be a pretty fun show where we're able to kind of show you, share a lot of information. Of course, at the back half of our show, we'll have the updated top targets and a look at the 2022 cycle in general. I'll discuss a few things that are going on with the class that I'm noticing. Uh, first of all, the, the, one of the things that jumps out before we go into the uh, – the list of the commitments and kind of break down these guys and break out these guys one by one is uh, it's shaping up to be a big DB class for Georgia. Of course, Georgia didn't go as hard as as hard in the paint as they needed to in the 2020 uh, one cycle for DBs. I think they had about one or two more guys they could have signed. I think that's going to show where we're in the 2022 cycle. You're going to have some barking dogs and some dog nation fans barking about the number of DBs Georgia signs in the class. I look for Georgia to sign maybe maybe another four or five DBs at least, maybe even five or, five or six DBs in the uh, 2022 class. Uh, a lot of names to get to. Uh, DBs will be huge for this class. Running backs will be huge for this class. Outside linebackers will be huge for this class, especially those hunker down outside edge guys that will growl in the face of uh, volunteers. Um, if you guys are you're joining us, sometimes the joys of taping live and, and doing live uh, discussions here on the Internet that we're going to stream out. Is you can't stop the dogs in the house from barking. We've got uh, we're actually dog sitting this week. We have two golden doodles in the house and you guys are hearing them right now. But what you guys really want to hear about right now is you want to hear about the 2022 recruiting class. Let's take a good look at it in its entirety. And we're going to start with a young man from Bainbridge, Georgia, Dayon Bowie. Now, say it to me. Get some, get some Bob Marley. Get some Jamaica in your voice. You know, like Dayon Bowie. Uh, Dayon is out of Bainbridge, Georgia. So, first of all, you go Bainbridge. You got to draw the link between Bainbridge and Kirby Smart. That's where Kirby Smart played his high school football. That's where Dayon Bowie, the five-star, one of two five-stars in the Georgia 2022 cycle right now, Dayon Bowie uh, committed to Georgia. Um, committed to Georgia in October. He committed to Georgia in that month because he wanted to honor his mother on her birthday. Dayon Bowie. The big things for Georgia here. You got to think of Georgia offered him 
basically after his team won a state title as a freshman. Uh, another big connection for Georgia with uh, Dayon Bowie was uh, Nick Williams, the, the staffer, the, uh, the personnel staffer, the graduate assistant, former Georgia safety. Uh, also out of Bainbridge, he's a guy that's had a key part in his recruiting along with Kirby Smart. Uh, Dayon Bowie, the things to know about him is one, five-star, rated as an athlete, will be a cornerback at Georgia Dynamic athlete. Uh, we've seen him on the recruiting trail for the last three or four years. Easy. He's a guy that has flashed. He was a state champion as his freshman year. This past year, you're not going to see any film of Dayon Bowie because he was injured. He suffered a knee injury during offseason training early in the year. He didn't play at all his junior season. He's still committed to Georgia. Now Dayon Bowie is already back uh, performing on the seven-on-seven circuit. He had a very strong performance. I think it was a performance that 24-7 sports rated as the best of a tournament, locking down guys at defensive back. He's rated as an athlete, folks, but he's going to be a cornerback at Georgia. Really fast, really good ball skills. Marquise Groves Killebrew, you'll hear that name a little bit later in our breakdown, but Marquise Groves Killebrew was a guy that really targeted him. And this is the first thing I'll share. You want to you hear a little bit more, you want to listen in close, Okay, so what is Jeff going to tell me more than, the, than I can read on a, a clicking a web page or Googling or reading the last Dog Nation story? There are two guys in this class that are, I'm going to call them old souls, totally different. And if I was a reporter that was into those big crystal balls and saying, look what I know, um, I could have really uh, teed up the fact that these two of these guys in this class were going to be Bulldogs. Actually, three uh, were going to be Bulldogs before um, – the whole world started seeing those crystal ball predictions or those sprinkles or those future casts, whatever you want to say. Uh, I remember talking to Dayon Bowie. I think this was in September of his uh, junior year. And he basically said, he told me about, Hey, uh, I'm going to do this on this certain date to, to honor my mother. She's been such a great part of my life. Uh, his mother actually, um, is a, uh, I believe she's still part of the, uh, National Guard or Reserve. She still serves our country. Uh, big shout out to there, Dayon Bowie's mom for doing that. But he, he basically told me, he's like, listen, I'm going to commit in a few months. It's going to be Georgia. I, I, Georgia's, Georgia's the school for me. I just got to, I just want to do it on this certain date. And of course, uh, you know, one of those things, as I said, is like, you know, Dayon probably need to watch who you say that to, because, you know, I don't know, I don't know how most people uh, would take that information, but uh, especially since you want to preserve your secret and you want to preserve your mother's uh, special day. He didn't even tell his mother um, the whole gist of his uh, decision until right before he made his announcement. Dayon Bowie, five-star, homegrown, rated as an athlete, going to be a defensive back. Dayon Bowie, as we kind of go inside the box here on all the 2022 Georgia commits to kind of get a good look at this class. Uh, you know, one of the things about 2022 that also stands out is, Georgia already has eight commitments. They had eight commitments as of National Signing Day from the previous cycle. And that's different for Georgia when you're talking about uh, a head start and what Georgia's doing uh, in terms of a recruiting cycle, the next recruiting cycle, while the previous one is getting signed and sealed during National Signing Day in February. Last couple of years, Georgia's only had, had three commitments in the previous two cycles before that. This year, they have eight. What's the reason for that? Of course, the reason for that is the global pandemic. But right now, Georgia's got eight commitments. Uh, seven of those are from the state of Georgia. Uh, 
majority of those are on the defensive side of the ball. The one guy that is not on the, that that is on the offensive side of the ball that's currently committed in the class of 22. You know who he is. Uh, the five-star quarterback, Gunnar Stockton, out of beautiful Raven County, Georgia. Folks, If you, I'm going to sound like a paid advertisement for the Chamber of Commerce in Raven. I can still hear Charlie Warner telling me about all the leaf lickers that come up to, to Raven to enjoy that beautiful part of Northeast Georgia. But Gunnar Stockton, different guy. He raises cattle. He throws the ball 70 yards in the air. Uh, he was decommitted from South Carolina. He chose Georgia very recently, uh, really galvanizing the class. The momentum here is strong. Gunner is a different guy. What I say a lot of times when I do shows, when I talk about Gunner Stockton, is Gunner is a guy that, to me, feels like a Marty McFly recruit. I say that a lot on, on some of our shows with Brandon Adams. But for me, a Gunner is a guy that seems like he belongs in the year 1990. Not a lot of fanfare. He really goes on Twitter only to tweet out offers. He drives his grandfather's old 1985 Ford truck when he can drive a much newer model. The thing's got 300,000-ish miles on it. Had a CB radio for last Christmas as one of his big gifts. Got cattle last Christmas as one of his big gifts as well. Now he's got a, a herd of about, I guess it's a herd. He's got, a, uh, he's got 20 uh, he's got a donkey. He's got everything. He's raising, uh, raising cattle while he's not throwing touchdowns. Uh, very much, you know, he's a guy that can run. He's a dual threat, the nation's number one dual threat, the number 27 overall prospect in the class as of now. Gunner's a guy that said recently when we spoke to him with Dog Nation after his commitment that George is where I'm going and is where I'll graduate. To me, that was a statement that resonates and pops with the Gunner Stockton, because you don't often hear that. You hear five-star quarterbacks say, I'm going to go, I'm going to compete, I'm going to do the very best job I can. Um, Gunner Stockton, it's a little different. He He's a type of recruit that always wanted to get married up to a school. He wanted to find the same offensive coordinator, the same quarterback coach, the same head coach. Georgia has offered him that. He just decided the way Kirby Smart recruited him uh, after he decommitted from South Carolina, he felt he owed it to him the way he never let up. Georgia never let up. Georgia's situation and all the strong points for Georgia really never changed when a lot of those points changed for South Carolina, where he was previously committed to. He's got some speed. I think the number, folks, that it just blow your mind. I never fish for likes on this program, but if you like this fact here, that he says he will graduate from Georgia, and, he's, and he, he has over 180 career touchdowns. I think he had 71 this past year. I think 45 touchdowns passing, 25 touch, 40, 26 touchdowns rushing. Gunner Stockton, who you could also call Runner Stockton, um, ran it up, and he is going to chase down almost all of the prolific passing yardage as a four-year starter. He's, he's, gonna, he's got a decent shot with about a 4,200-yard season. 4,500-yard season of catching Trevor Lawrence for all-time career passing yards, touchdowns. His total touchdown responsibility when you add in those rushing touchdowns and passing touchdowns is really off the charts. Um, Going to go down as one of the most prolific schoolboy passers in state of Georgia high school football history. Um, love this story about Gunner. The other thing is he was named after uh, a grandfather who was an airman uh, in World War II, they were part of that kind of that Memphis Bell era of bombers that flew missions. Uh, 
he was a, uh, you know, it's like in old time newspaper reports, if um, someone was a fireman, they would say fireman Centel. If someone was an airman, they would say airman Centel. If someone was a, um, uh, you know, a cook, they would say, you know, cook, um, you know, cook buoy. That's the way they would refer to them in like newspaper reports. Well, um, Gunnar Stockton's grandfather was a gunner on a B-52 uh, and bomber plane. So that was his name, Gunnar Stockton. When, when his service record and, and his service was written up in local newspaper reports, he was referred to as Gunnar Stockton. And that stuck with uh, Sherry Stockton and Rob Stockton, his parents. And uh, they decided it was one of those things where you're going to name the kid, but you're not going to tell anybody because you don't want to hear any negative feedback about, oh, you're naming him that. They didn't want to hear it from anybody. They were set on naming um, him Gunnar Stockton as a tribute in memory and honor of his great grandfather. And that's the same thing they did with their, his older sister, Georgia. There was an Aunt Georgie in the family. They thought their name should kind of continue the family line and circle of uh, beloved family members going forward. And that's what they did with Gunnar Stockton. Gunnar Stockton is a guy that when you talk about him, the last thing I'll bring up here about Gunnar Stockton is the dude is connected. Uh, you wouldn't believe the amount of guys that uh, are impressed, want to play with Gunnar, uh, that Gunnar has already earned the respect of him just by the way he carries himself, the big arm, kind of that aw shucks manner. But you get him in a game, and this is something I haven't even told my boy Brandon Adams yet. Uh, my guy, Brandon Adams, you get him in a game and he starts, he does like to jaw a little bit. He likes to trash talk. He gets red lined up a little bit too. Um, and he finds better play because of it. You know, he made a ton of plays for Raven County. Uh, he, he was a guy that was brought to his very first Georgia game by Charlie Warner back when he was in the seventh grade. He's an acquaintance with Jake Fromm. Gunnar Stockton is going to continue the legacy of five-star quarterbacks from the state of Georgia in Athens. Two down. That's Gunnar Stockton. The next name on our list is a down South Georgia boy. That's Tyree West, nation's number three defensive tackle, I believe, number four defensive tackle out of Tiff County High School in Tifton, Georgia. Uh, Tyree's got a new head coach now in uh, at, at Tiff County, but he's a guy to me. It's another guy. Remember what I said about Deion Bowie, the guys that were just like basically just had something written on their forehead that said, I'm going to be a Georgia Bulldog. That was Tyree West. Uh, the way he talked about Trey Scott, the way he's working on other members in the class, a very no-nonsense guy. And, folks, this is a, a commitment here. I think he committed to Georgia in November, December of last year. Top 50 recruit, a defensive lineman. That resume for Travion Scott just keeps going up and up and up and up. Uh, man, he is a special defensive player, the type of guy that practices the way he plays. Uh, very motivated. I'll always remember Tyree West when I talk about him when he does big things at Georgia's. He's got a charm, a Rugrats charm on his uh, around his neck that was given to him as a gift. He loved that Rugrats cartoon. He wants to make it for everybody in Tifton and Tiff County that had the ability that he does that just wasn't able to to. They got derailed. They found a ditch. They got sidetracked. Some of the pitfalls of growing up in Tifton. It's very hard to maximize your potential. Uh, Tyree West told me he wanted to make it for everybody that had the same ability that he does that just wasn't able to make it. Now, this guy's been a player in South Georgia since 
basically his freshman year. He gets on in his, in on his second and third series, making plays against Valdosta, making plays against some of the very biggest and the best teams in South Georgia. Um, motor's always running. He's a guy that would make a tackle 20, 30 yards downfield. I uh, always wanted to be a Georgia Bulldog, and he's very connected to guys like Mikel Williams in this class, um, Christian Miller in this class, Quishon, Quishon Sapp in this class. All these guys are, are just really – they're really feeling the chance to play together uh, and want to play at the same school. And, of course, Georgia has the commitment now from Tyree West. He was a guy that made some secret visits or some down-low kind of no-contact visits up to Athens uh, during his time this season uh, to just check out Georgia. He was really connected to Marquise Groves Killebrew. There's a lot of guys like that that um, on the sly are really working to build this class. The next name on our list is the nation's number 11 corner. He's a top 100 prospect. MGK out of Brookwood, Snellville, Georgia, and Gwinnett County. Marquise Groves Killebrew, uh, the first commitment for Georgia in the uh, 2022 recruiting cycle. And man, he's a guy that's putting in his best for Georgia. This is what he does. Now I'm going to kind of share the story as it's been told to me. Marquise Groves Killebrew will get on the phone basically every day with about eight or 10 guys that he wants to play with in Athens, that he knows that he's been bird dog to him, that he should play with in Athens. And he gets on the phone and he goes, all right, man, stop playing. When are you going to commit? When are you going to commit? When are you going to come play with me and commit? I mean, he's done that with Dayon Bowie. He's done that with uh, uh, Jeremiah Alexander in, um, in the state of Alabama. You'll see him on the top targets list this week. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's always working to play with dudes at Georgia. Uh, 6'1", about 180. He comes from uh, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. They've moved down to Georgia He's really close to Athens. He's a guy that's already looking at future guys in the class, like guys like Jake Pope out of Buford High School, a recent Georgia offer. There'll be a story about Jake Pope on Dog Nation up in the coming days after you watch this program. Uh, Jake Pope out of Buford. But, you know, talk about a recruiter, a relentless recruiter that's, that's sublimely happy with how things are going for him, that he's committed to Georgia. But he doesn't want to rest on that. He wants to surround himself with dudes. That's why MGK works so tirelessly to add guys to the class. Now, he's at Brookwood, and he missed the end of his junior year with an elbow injury. He's a part of that Hustle, Inc. 7-on-7 program that performed so well, so highly respected in the Southeast on the 7-on-7 circuit, um, directed and led by Tony Ballard. Uh, MGK uh, is a, a guy that is really – he's acting like – all of you good people would be if you were currently committed to Georgia, trying to bring in the guys to play in this class. Marquise Groves Killebro, four-star corner. I believe he's a nation's number 11 cornerback. Everybody wanted him, guys like places like LSU, Florida, schools like that. He, want, he knew he wanted to be a Bulldog very early. Um, the number one, the first commitment in the class, and that takes us through half, half of our – 2022 signees as we kind of, you know, spill the gospel, so to speak, on all these guys in the 2022 class. Let me take a breath. The next name on our list, I'm going to give you two words. The word association is Nick Chubb. I'm going to let you guys play along on Facebook. I'm going to let you guys play along on YouTube. While I take a, a sip and just refresh my palate, I want you to tell me who's next when I say the word Nick Chubb. 
course, we're mentioning Nick Chubb. We're talking about Chubbtown. We're talking about Cedartown, Georgia. He's a bulldog. C.J. Washington is a guy that we noticed really early in his ninth grade year. He plays some running back and outside linebacker defensive end for Cedartown. But he's only about 6'1", 225. Doesn't have that uh, California condor-type wingspan to be a to be an outside backer or an edge defender at Georgia. Uh, but he's really fast, really explosive, really strong. The reason why I said Nick Chubb, besides the fact that they go to the same high school, or he goes to Nick Chubb's alma, mat, alma mater in Northwest Georgia, is that C.J. Washington's worked out with Nick Chubb for quite some time now. Those guys are always working together, grinding together. Um, C.J. Washington was recently um, – his ratings were changed to an – from an athlete to an inside linebacker. I think that's what he'll be at Georgia because he's 6'1", 225, big ball of fire. Let me tell you about him. He's a guy that's talking to guys like Daniel Martin, um, guys in the class, Mikel Williams. And C.J. Washington, I saw him at the Georgia League Classic. He's a guy that um, has that it factor, kind of like Gunnar Stockton has in spades. But when C.J. talks, everyone really listens. He has the respect of the guys in his class. Uh, of course, he, he he looks like he could power clean 350 pounds right now. Really strong. Over 350 on the bench press. Uh, he, played, he, he played everywhere in the Georgia League Classic the last two years. He was, an, he was an inside backer, an outside backer, a pass rusher. Very explosive first step. Um, kind of got that uh, movement skills of like uh, the great Roquan Smith had. Uh, in terms of moving around on the football field, uh, covering ground really quickly, very physical. Uh, he knew he wanted to commit to Georgia. He committed to Georgia uh, basically before his um, junior year. This was another guy. When we start talking about this class and when I write the 2022 uh, Dog Nation Ultimate Yearbook on our website, uh, kind of like I just did for the 2021 class, uh, C.J. Washington is another guy, very purposeful. Uh, he kind of let it be known to me very early in his recruitment that he was going to be a Georgia Bulldog. And, and the thing that stands out to me about C.J. Washington, in, a, in an era where guys are setting top 15s, top 12s, and they're seniors, uh, C.J. Washington set a top three uh, in June or July of 2020. Set a top three and then made his decision in August. That's how purposeful this young man was. Didn't really need to deal with all the drama of uh, this school, that school. His other schools in his top three were LSU and um, Tennessee. Of course, C.J. Washington is a diehard Bulldog. I don't see him changing at all. Uh, made his family happy, made his mama very happy when he committed to Georgia as well. And you want to talk about the workers. You want to talk about a guy that will be a backbone of this class. That's the name C.J. Washington. Next on the list, we're going to go into Big Bear Country. That's the most recent 2022 commitment. That's Big Bear Alexander out of Ryan High School in Denton, Texas. It's about 6'3 and a half, about 320. Um, committed to Georgia on National Signing Day for the 2021 class. He was another guy that, you know, basically when I was speaking to him back in October and November, he was telling me how much he was really loving Georgia, how much he was feeling Georgia. Are you guys really noticing how? A lot of these young men in these COVID times, uh, they're not going to dilly-dally in the hole and shuffle their feet. They're going to be one cut and go. That's kind of the way Big Bear Alexander was. Now, he's out of Texas. 
He's the only guy that's not a Georgia homegrown recruit in this 2022 cycle. That's Big Bear Alexander. Um, I think there's going to be some pushback from Texas A&M, especially to try to flip him. But I, right now, I think the flip will the flip will be held off. Big Bear likes being a bulldog. He's got family in Georgia. Um, he was a guy that's transferred a lot in his high school career. Finally became eligible in November of his junior year, went on to win a state championship. Now, if you look at the ratings for Big Bear Alexander, and it's got to be Big Bear Alexander. Uh, he's the nation's number nine defensive tackle, the number 140 overall recruit, but that's on the 24-7 sports composite ratings. Uh, Big Bear Alexander is rated as the nation's number two defensive tackle and the number five overall prospect on Rivals.com. Uh, there's some really good analysts in that part of the uh, in part of the country that get a chance to see big-time Texas high school football. Big Bear plays in Class 5A, not the largest, but the next largest classification in Texas. And, folks, he was um, dominant during the high school playoffs, the state playoffs. He was, he was basically, you know, collecting emails and DMs in everybody's backfield. Um, very happy to be a Georgia Bulldog. Really likes um, what Georgia's done developing guys. Really likes the defense, Dan Lanning, Trey Scott. Kirby Smart, Georgia recruited him hard and very well early, and Big Bear Alexander became a Bulldog on National Signing Day in 2021, and Big Bear is a connected recruit. Big Bear is a guy that kind of told that when he committed to Georgia, it opened some eyes, um, chiefly the eyes of uh, Jeremiah Alexander. The, see, like, every time we start, start talking about five stars here in this house, um, the dogs start barking. They love to hear about five stars. I think Brandon Adams has trained them. I think some of our loyal fans here on uh, our, our Dog Nation feeds, like uh, Joel Moody, um, you, you know, guys like that, they're enjoying uh, anytime they when we start talking about five stars on Before the Hedges, they start barking. Big Bear Alexander, I think there's a chance that he could be a flip, but not the same as being a, being a commitment in the state of Louisiana. Texas is different. Georgia has really recruited him, recruited him very well, very hard. Two quick things about Big Bear. I got to tell this story if you're just learning about this for the first time. Big Bear had the features of a grizzly when he was basically old enough to talk. That's when he started being was called Big Bear by his family. In seventh grade, folks, I absolutely love this story. Um, Big Bear was being uh, his principal noticed, hey, son, you need to start shaving brought some shaving cream and a, and a razor and they started shaving him in the boys' bathroom. After a time, the principal at his, his middle school thought, you know, that's really not such a good idea. Bear Alexander started shaving in the seventh grade in the principal's office. He was about six foot one and about 305 pounds. And that's why he's called Big Bear. If you see him, he's got the demeanor of a grizzly. George is already uh, dialed up a logo of a Big Bear as well for name, image, and likeness. Big Bear Alexander, you know that we spoke about earlier how he's a number 40 overall recruit in the class on the 24-7 sports composite. That's going to change. That ranking is going to go up north. I fully expect Big Bear Alexander to be somewhere between the nation's number 15 and number 45 or number 50 overall recruit in the class by the time all is said and done. That's six. We've got our six-pack so far that we've broken down in the 2022 class. Next up, the next man on the list is Darius Smith out of Appling County, another down south Georgia boy bulldog. 
um, out of the coastal empire in swampy Appling County in Baxley, Georgia. This is a guy whose ratings do not reflect the type of player he is. I think the only thing that will prevent him from being a monster in the SEC at six foot six, 230 pounds, he just needs to show great work ethic, uh, great motor on the field, and everything else will take care of himself. Listen to this. Um, you want to talk about um, the ties that bind Bulldogs. Darius Smith is coached by one of the great high school football coaches in the state of Georgia. That's Rick Tomberlin. Hold on a second, Dog Nation. Rick Tomberlin is down in Appling County. Uh, he was the guy that coached Takeo Spikes, Robert Edwards, and Terrence Edwards in high school. And now, uh, 1994, 95, 96, that's when those guys were coming out of uh, Washington County in uh, Sandersville, Tennille, uh, Georgia, in Kaolin country. Kaolin country, excuse me, um, in Washington County. Uh, that's when those guys are coming out. And Rick Tomberlin, Coach Tomberlin, is still coaching future Bulldogs in the year 2021. I think that's fascinating. Kind of blows my mind a little bit. You're talking about 24, 25 years there between uh, Bulldogs. This guy's huge. Wingspan, he's got the length to be an, a jack, an outside linebacker. He's got He's making the sacks. Uh, I think he had 15 sacks, 12 to 15 sacks this year. Lots of pressures, lots of hurries. When I asked Coach Tomberlin, you want to talk about the links that tie Bulldogs together. When I asked Coach Tomberlin about, uh, you know, what's the deal with Smith? Well, go back to another Smith, five-star Nolan Smith. Coach Tomberlin was at Calvary Day School for Nolan Smith's freshman year. And he coached Nolan Smith. And he said the way he moves, the way he runs, the way he shows athleticism and springs off the ball. Uh, Darius Smith at six foot six reminds him of Nolan Smith when he was a freshman sophomore prospect as well. You want to talk about name game. You want to talk about player parallels and association. That, my friends, is the intel on Darius Smith. Uh, he's a guy that's currently ranked as a no nation's number 13 weak side defensive end, number 266 overall. Folks, when that guy gets, when the COVID shroud clears and when that guy gets start working out in camps at the openings, uh, let's all cross our fingers that those happen, the Under Armour camps or whatever, uh, Darius Smith's going to rise up the board. And I think he's going to eventually be a top 70, top 80 overall prospect, if not higher. Going to have a great senior year down in Appling County in Baxley, Georgia as well. Folks, the last name on our list, he's not going to have to change his school logo, much of anything. Uh, that's three-star. The only three-star outside linebacker, Donovan Westmoreland out of Griffin in Griffin, Georgia, about 6'3", 210 pounds. He's already bench pressing about 360 pounds. Recent Georgia commitment, he's rated as the nation's number 34 outside backer. He's an edge defender. He'll be an edge at Georgia. Uh, number 495 overall last time I looked at his rankings. Um, Westmoreland is a guy that – he had, he had a position switch last year from an outside linebacker to a rush in the defensive end. Listen to this very carefully. Everybody, everybody loves to listen to those NFL player parallels. Well, Donovan Westmoreland, uh, I don't even, this story's still not up on Dog Nation. We've got so many stories to write. Uh, Donovan Westmoreland, um, his high school coach uh, was 
also coached Khalil Mack when he was in high school. Uh, kind of crazy to think about that, right? Well, he compares Donovan's burst and explosion off the edge. Kareem Reed is his head coach now there at Griffin, Georgia. He compares it apples to apples at the same age. Donovan Westmoreland to that quick strike, that explosive electricity off the ball. He compares that to Khalil Mack, and that's interesting to hear a football man uh, like Coach Reed make that comparison. Westmoreland's a worker. You guys got to see him on a recent episode of Before the Hedges. Uh, he loves to work. Uh, he loves the fact that he's a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, he had a conversation with his head coach about two weeks before he committed, and it was like, okay, you're not sure what's going to happen. We're not sure what sort of promises are being made. You might want to start thinking about in this pandemic, we don't know when visits are going to return. You might want to start thinking about when you can um, lock down a spot and make sure your slot doesn't get taken by somebody else. Coach Reed and, and Donovan had a conversation. Okay, who's loving you? Who's recruiting you hard? Um, they come up with a few, few schools. Georgia Tech was in there. Georgia was in there. And then he started to really dial it in. He had a virtual visit with Georgia. And really, it was a drop-the-mic virtual visit. What happened there is Donovan was like, gets off the phone, talks to mom and dad, and he's like, I don't know why I need to wait. I need to commit to the University of Georgia. He calls him back basically that night and says, I want to commit to Georgia. I want to be a bull bulldog. And there you have it. Donovan Westmoreland who has some Khalil Mack vibes to him, according to his head coach at Griffin High School, Kareem Reed. Uh, Kareem Reed's been around a while. If you guys want to go back in the way back machine with me for a little bit, he was at Westlake with guys like uh, in that program the last two or three years. He's at Griffin now. But before that, listen to this one. He was at Coconut Creek High School. Remember the name Trayvon Mullen? Remember the name Victor Benjamin? Mullen went to uh, Clemson and became a second round or first round pick of the Oakland Raiders. Now the Las Vegas Raiders, Victor Benjamin went to uh, Ohio state, had a great career there as well. Knows a lot about players. And now he's sending another one to the university of Georgia in Donovan Westmoreland guys. I tried to rip through things right there. Those are your uh, eight com current commitments for the class of 2022. Thank you for joining us right now on dog nation uh, for before the hedges every Wednesday night. If you're just joining us on the feed, this is a taped show. We've got a lot of folks behind the class uh, that do so, such great production efforts for all of our Dog Nation programs that go on our social channels. They're taking some time off this back half of the week. That's why we're taping this show and kind of going over uh, with a big magnifying glass. We're going over the 2022 recruiting cycle as a whole. Uh, we went through Dayon Bowie, the highest rated guy, to Donovan Westmoreland. Uh, the three, the only three-star commitment in the class. Georgia has one offensive commitment. They have seven defensive commitments. All seven of those, they also have seven commitments from the state of Georgia. Big Bear Alexander is the only out-of-state pledge in this class. He's from the great state of Texas. Guys, Before the Hedges, as always, is brought to you by Kroger. Uh, as we do in every part of our show, we take the time out to take a knee to listen to what the latest message is here from Kroger. We're going to imagine Brandon Adams sitting at our dinner table over some fresh brought, fresh bought Kroger groceries, having a nice hearty dinner meal. Let's take a minute right now and hear the latest from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. 
Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. How about that? Brandon Adams never forgets his lines every week there on Before the Hedges with that special message from Kroger. Big shout out to Kroger, uh, longtime partner Before the Hedges, dating back to established. I I think we started this maybe in uh, June of 2015. Uh, So uh, Before the Hedges guys is so old now, it's losing some baby teeth. Uh, That's how... uh, it's how things are going right now. Maybe it's lost its two front teeth by now, but uh, we just chopped up the class of 22 as it stands right now. Already eight commitments strong. That's more than Georgia has trended in the last couple of weeks, last couple of years. With Kirby Smart's classes, that has a lot to do with the amount of talent in the state of Georgia. It also has a lot to do with Georgia prioritizing guys like Big Bear Alexander, like his last name was, like his first and last name was Mason Smith even though he was in the class of 2022. Um, Now you have a chance here. What we do every week, this is version 2.2. So this is the second version of the second month of our top targets. Um, We uh, have a few names to get to here. Um, I want to make sure we take a good look. So... um, The top targets this week, uh, we're going to start the name uh, off um, with, we got some guys coming out. We got some guys coming in. Uh, the first name here, and you guys will be able to see this on your screens. The first name here is four-star wide receiver, A.J. Johnson out of Newman, New Orleans, Louisiana. You guys know, if you guys kind of heard the, the whispers that Johnson was about to commit um, to either LSU or Georgia about a week ago. Uh, very interesting now with the news that um, uh, LSU picked up its fifth wide receiver, another top wide receiver um, in the uh, 2021 cycle with a uh, Tuesday afternoon edition of Brian Thomas. That came down to LSU or Texas A&M, basically. Certainly sounds, seems like that's going to help George in the long run, considering A.J. Johnson's actually from Snellville. And uh, LSU just added another top 100 receiver out of a five receiver class in 2021. Georgia signs two receivers in 2021, two three-star receivers at that. Although guys, hope you guys saw the film room look at from uh, speaking of LSU, Terrence Edwards sat down and we talked about uh, Georgia's receivers on the dog nation film room for the 2021 class. And Terrence Edwards basically said he sees a lot of uh, Justin Jefferson in uh, Adonai Mitchell's game. That's the 2021 six foot three, 190 pound wide receivers game. If you didn't see that on Dog Nation, check it out. But AJ Johnson, state of Louisiana, he's a number one target for Arch Manning, a big target for Georgia in the 2022 cycle. I'm going down the list there. Um, number 11, the guy that's, I, I'm a big fan of what he's doing on the field. I think he has one of the best young tapes I've seen in a while. Kojo Antwi out of Lambert, out of Swanee, Georgia. Gunnar Stockton's going to make a difference in this guy's recruitment. Uh, Kojo told me that he thought Auburn – you guys heard from him last week on Before the Hedges. He thought Auburn was going to get Gunner, And when, when Georgia got Gunner, it really changed up his 
peripheral vision on his recruitment. Uh, Ohio State and Georgia were standing out as the top two out of his top eight. Uh, I think I think Gunnar Stockton is going to give Georgia a lot of legs in this recruitment. Kojo tells me he needs to see visits come back in April or May. They can make his visits in April, May, and June. He'd like to make his decision sometime over the summer, June, July, something like that. Uh, the next name on your list is Oscar Delp. Uh, Oscar Delp, uh, guys, man, you want to talk about a guy that flashes a lot of ability, about six foot four and a half. He's one of those guys to me that uh, I'm about six, three and a half. Uh, and I hear a lot of guys that say, oh, I'm six, four, oh, I'm six, five. Well, Delb says he's about six, four, a little over six, four. And he's every bit that. I think he might even be shortchanging himself. Somebody's given him some good advice about you never want to disappoint a coach uh, when you tell them how tall you are. Uh, you want to leave them excited and not disappointed. And Delp's a guy who flashes great ball skills, very physical, very productive. He exploded in his junior year. Um, I think he's rated as the nation's number tied in. But, gosh, if, if Georgia doesn't get him in the 2022 cycle – um, they're going to be scrambling because I know Georgia has prioritized him at tight end, the number one target for Georgia at tight end in this class. And Oscar Delp is certainly a young man on and off the field that's worthy of being a prioritized tight end for Georgia in the 2022 cycle. Next name, we got a new name on the list, number nine. Uh, that's Traquan Figgins out of uh, Oxford, Alabama. Uh, Traquan Figgins tells me that uh, Georgia is clearly, maybe possibly, very likely his top school. He knows they're easily in his top three. He calls Georgia home, even though he's never been there. Uh, really likes everything about Georgia. Traquan returns punts for Oxford High School in Alabama. Uh, he's a cornerback. He's been playing big-time football and 6A football in Alabama all his life. Uh, got a lot of brothers. Traquan, very good guy on and off the field. One of the best players that – my good friend Keith Etheridge, who's won five state championships in the state of Alabama, um, tells me that uh, he he's one of the best players he's ever coached. He said a very special player. Uh, Traquan, uh, you look at his film, guys, and his, you look at his sophomore film, and it looks like there's no way that's a sophomore. And you look at his junior film, and you're like, what is he doing returning all these punts back? I thought he was just a lockdown corner. He's about 6'2 and a half. He's about 180. I think he's going to make his decision over the summer. Uh, Georgia is a very strong school to think about that one right there. I think Georgia is the leader for Traquan Figgins. Um, his younger brother is an eighth grader who's already picked up an offer from Georgia, his first offer from Georgia as well. Uh, Figgins has a lot of brothers. I think he has seven brothers, if you can believe that. Um, matched up really well with Alabama 2021 cornerback signee, Jaquincy McKinstry, five-star. Everybody calls him Kool-Aid. <clears throat> and Fagans didn't give up. You know how these athletic guys go. The cornerback also plays wide receiver on their on their uh, high school team, and uh, Fagans didn't give up any catches. Very strong, technical cornerback. Fagans tells me when the visits start, the first place he's going to go is Georgia. I think South Carolina's in there for him. Oklahoma's in there for him. Miami's in there for him. Uh, Florida's in there for him, but uh, and also Alabama. Uh, he also told me recently that uh, for him. As hard as it may be for a top 100 corner, which is what Figgins is, um, to leave the state of Alabama, he knows that sometimes you just got to leave the state to be great. Uh, number eight, talk about him a lot. Brennan Thompson out of Texas, 10.18. Uh, 
has the potential. I'm going to say this very quickly on um, Brennan Thompson has the potential to be the fastest man on the Georgia football team. Should he sign with Georgia? Should he choose Georgia? That my friends is saying a lot. That's really all I have to say. One of those uh, electric uh, blazer blazers, blazing speed speed type guys that would change the way defenses would defend Georgia. Number seven, the guy moving up this week is Jeremiah Alexander out of Thompson in Alabaster, Alabama. Five-star. I think he's not going to be tall enough to be a defensive end outside linebacker unless he grows a couple of inches. I think he might be a uh, either a strong side defensive end or an inside linebacker. Still a great football player, plays all over the field, makes great plays. Um, there's a play on his highlight tape where he's facing Hoover High, which is basically like the high school equivalent of Georgia facing Florida where he makes a tackle, makes a play. He ends up with the quarterback's helmet in his hand, kind of like that, and he points it towards his sideline. His team goes crazy. Um, Jeremiah Alexander is a former Alabama commitment. He decommitted from Alabama because uh, he just didn't like the way everybody referred to him already as an Alabama commitment. He still wanted to enjoy his time as being a high school recruit. He felt like the the waters were being muddied a little bit or blurred a little bit there. And he just wanted people to refer to him as a Thompson High School football player. Uh, Alexander comes from a program in the state of Alabama uh, that is back-to-back state champions in the state's largest classification. Uh, Thompson High School is kind of doing Hoover things right now in the state of Alabama, and that certainly means a lot. Um, they, they showed up on a lot of top five and top ten lists nationally among the nation's top ten high school programs after the 2020 season. Number six, Daniel Martin. Watch him all the time. I don't know where he's going to play and how he's going to play. Georgia sees him as an outside linebacker. I see him in coverage for Hustle Inc. and 7-on-7. The guy keeps getting bigger. He's got that those dreadlocks, those floppy hair going everywhere. Such a nice young man. I love how his family values education. He was already a state champion at Marietta, Georgia. Um, he's, a, he's an outside linebacker, already an All-American. One of the best parts for me of getting to watch those early 7-on-7 hustling practices is watching Oscar Delp being covered by Daniel Martin. And you want to talk about iron, iron, iron. That's those two going at it. Real treat to be able to watch guys like that. Um, Georgia obviously needs to land both Delp and Martin to have the best possible 2022 class, point blank period. Uh, Number five, three-star folks. He is a five-star just waiting to emerge. Branson Robinson, Germantown, Madison, Mississippi. Um, you get Nick Chubb vibes when you watch him play. He ran for like 18 touchdowns, 1,600 yards, something like that, in eight games out of Mississippi. The guy looks like a uh, – you look like him – you look at him and he, he just looks so put together. He looks – he's already committed to the weight room. He was a state champion power lifter. I think he's over 500 on the squat. He was over 500 on the squat at the start of his junior year. Very hard to bring down. Really loves uh, the way Georgia's recruiting him right now, and that's a running back to watch for Georgia in the 2022 cycle. Uh, last name, a uh, couple more names, Jalen Walker. That's the guy that wants to be an orthodontist. Georgia's in his top six. I think he's going to make his decision in the next couple of months. His dad uh, really – his dad kind of dreamed of playing for Georgia growing up in North Carolina as well. Jalen Walker is the son of a college football coach at Catawba College in Salisbury, North Carolina. Incredible grades. One of the most well-put-together young men I could ever get the chance to cover. Uh, he is a Under Armour All-American. He is a great basketball player. He's winning dunk contests. 
very dialed in. Already knew he wanted to be a orthodontist and is doing job shadowing before he knew he wanted to be a an all-American football player. Number four on the list, Jalen Walker, Salisbury, North Carolina. Number three, Emmanuel Henderson. He's going to make his decision in basically a month. I think it's March the 11th. He's ready to make his decision. Alabama looms large here. So does Georgia, I think. Uh, he's a Geneva County Bulldog in Hartford, Alabama. He knows Xavier Sorry Jr. Maybe dog fans will hear me say those words and think, wow, that's a guy that I hope I hope the connection with Xavier Sorry Jr. pays off a little bit better than the connection did with Terry and Arnold. Um, Henderson plays basketball, uh, small school Alabama. He's about six, six one, about 190, 185 pounds. A great player comparison I've heard for Emmanuel Henderson. Remind you here, he is the nation's number one running back for 2022. He is a five-star running back. Uh, he had a down year in 2020 because he was injured for most of the year. And he only ran for about 1,600 yards and 18 touchdowns. Uh, and that's considered a down year. I think the year before he ran for over 2,400 and like 35, 45 touchdowns. Um, Emmanuel Henderson making his decision on March 11th. Making his decision on March 13th, that's Mikel Williams out of Hardaway, Columbus, Georgia. Um, man, really great football player here. Uh, Georgia, uh, he's number two for a reason on this list. Uh, he's about 6'5", 265. He had 17 sacks. I think he could be a college football prospect at offensive tackle. Uh, Georgia is in his top 10. I think he's going to name uh, – he was going to name a top three. I think he's just going to go straight to it now. He's, he's making his decision on um, March the 13th to honor his father. That's his father's birthday. Uh, Del McGee recruiting this guy very heavily. Number one on our list, guys, that's Malachi Starks again for this week. Um, not moving anywhere. I think this guy uh, checks every box on and off the field. He was a quarterback for a state finalist team in uh, Georgia high school football in 2020. Uh, he's going to be a safety. He's rated as a five-star athlete out of Jefferson High School, uh, nearby Hamlet of Athens, Georgia, uh, in Jefferson, Georgia. Um, played through most of his junior year, the playoffs, with a, a detached uh, ligament in his thumb. Made it very hard for him to play, but he, he weathered and soldiered his way through that. Lots of great stories to share about Malachi Starks in the coming weeks and months. Um, the number one target for Dog Nation on the uh, class of 2022. That's our version 2.2. Let me go through a few names to know. I know uh, you guys are watching us. Uh, we're not live, but we're, uh, we're taped. Kind of really going a, a deep dive on the 2022 class. Um, I've whittled it down a little bit. Jordan. Lockdown Allen uh, out of Lafayette, Louisiana. That's a three-star cornerback. Really likes Georgia a lot, even though it's from the state of Louisiana. It's got true four or five laser speed. Um, really did a good job locking up uh, A.J. Johnson when those guys went head-to-head. -head. Marcus Allen out of Walton High, Marietta, Georgia. Impressive family. Uh, it's about six foot two. Uh, the guy loves anime, of all things. If you guys – you guys, your kids, anybody on this feed right now likes some anime. He likes My Hero Academia. Academia, he likes Attack on Titan. When did you ever think you were going to get anime breakdowns here on uh, Before the Hedges? That's the first one there from Marcus Allen. His older brother was an uh, Adidas All-American, went to Michigan, transferred to Georgia Tech. Family really values education. Marcus is looking to make his decision before his senior year as well. He's got a bunch of schools in mind. Georgia is really recruiting him hard. His older sister was once a uh, 
a recruiting hostess and a recruiting staffer at the University of Georgia. His older brother, Derek Allen, now is at Georgia Tech. Very interesting family dynamic. They all tell me he's going to they're going to let him do his own thing and pick the choice that works best for him. Another running back here on the names to know, Fat Man Allen. That's uh, Lavoisier Carroll's former teammate, running mate on the national championships, national champion 2022 team. Tyler Booker, uh, four-star also out of IMG Academy. Really impressed by the Gunner Stockton uh, uh, commitment to Georgia. He'd played with him at the Adidas All-American All-Star game. Emory Floyd's going to make his decision on May the 7th. Another guy that could immediately come to Georgia and might be one of the fastest guys in the program, if not the fastest guy. He's out of Hill Grove in Powder Springs, Georgia, rated as a safety. Uh, Georgia is the school to beat there for Emory Floyd. Uh, Shamar James, a guy out of Faith Academy. Georgia's going to have to battle with Auburn and Alabama for him, amongst other schools, LSU. Uh, Addison Nichols, great offensive lineman out of Greater Atlanta Christian. Uh, Sam Mbake out of Brookwood in Snellville, Snellville Georgia. Got to add a name here, uh, Denylan Morissette as well. Uh, he needs to be a part of this list as well. Very tight with Gunnar Stockton as well. Kristen Miller, another guy that's going to make his decision. A lot of guys are making their decisions in um, now in February, March, and April. He's going to make his on Easter. Uh, that's in honor of Easter and uh, basically celebrating and honoring the risen Lord on um, Easter and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, Kristen Miller definitely um, has Christ in his thoughts and his names as he makes his decision. Young man's got a bright light. Uh, Jake Pope out of Buford uh, High School in Buford, Georgia. That's another name to consider here. Uh, Jake Pope uh, got some family ties to Clemson. Uh, his dad played with Brian Dawkins at Clemson. Doesn't have an offer from Clemson yet. Has Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. Uh, he, he made plays for Buford as a wide receiver and a safety. Also plays baseball. Fast, physical kid. Uh, I think Georgia's doing a great job of recruiting him and also – the aforementioned Marquise Groves Killebrew is also in the mix there as well. Uh, last name on the list is Kayshawn Sapp out of Lee County, Leesburg, Georgia. I think for right now, you try to figure out who the offensive line targets are besides those five stars that Georgia always tracks. Kayshawn, Kayshawn Sapp out of Lee County, very connected to Tyree West, Kristen Miller, and uh, Mikael Williams as well. That's a name to know also in the 2022 recruiting cycle. And with that, our race is run, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the look through and all things 2022 recruiting class. We did a deep dive on the commitments. I went on the top targets. Uh, all this is brought to you by Kroger. Of course, we're uh, not live this week. We're brought to you um, taped in order to give some guys a chance to uh, enjoy some downtime the latter half of this week. Um, some of our production staffers as well um, getting some much needed time off. Dog Nations Before the Hedges, I'm Jeff Sintels, brought to you by Kroger. You can find this broadcast on YouTube. You can find it on Facebook. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be SoundCloud, Spotify, or also your Apple podcast platform. My name is Jeff Sintel. I've been covering recruiting here for Dog Nation for the last five years. I've been your tour guide this evening for all things Georgia 2022 recruiting cycle, um, football recruiting. 2021, that page has turned, that watch has ended, and now my watch turns to the 2020 recruiting cycle in the state of Georgia. We'll be here to cover it every step of the way. Thank you guys for joining us on another edition of Before the Hedges, and we'll see everybody later. 
on the pages of dognation.com. Have a blessed week. Be safe, everybody. And we'll see you guys again next week. Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So George, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. 